Hey, welcome back to the Front End Coffee Break. Yes, the podcast where we drink coffee or other beverages, and we talk about front end, front end stuff, front end tech stack. Um, my name is Ricardo Torres, and with me as usual, Chucho Castaneda. How are you? Hello, all good. Taking a little bit of coffee this time, decaf actually, because I've already had three coffees, four coffees today, and I think that it's time to take a decaf. That, yes, yes, too much coffee indeed. Um, yeah, so we are from Continent Centric. And today we're going to talk about side projects. I know you love side projects, Chucho. I do, I do. I've been doing them since basically the moment that I graduated. I, I mean, but it, it, it might sound like a big thing, like, oh, doing side projects since you graduated. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, a side project, as we'll exactly. discuss. So, what is a side project? <laughs> well, basically, the way that I would define this any small project that you worked in, it doesn't have to be development project. It could be something else, but it's something that it's um, that that you work on usually besides the, your regular work. I mean, um, it doesn't have to be doing working hours or outside working hours. There's no strict rule about this. We'll discuss this in length in a bit, but it's basically additional projects that you yourself decide or choose to do. That's the way I would describe it. How about you? Yeah, more of the same, but we are focusing on projects that are not like for actual making money or making a business. It's like you have your own job and then you have something else to have fun or kill time or whatever, right? That's what we... Yes, that, that, that is something that we, we, we have to say that we want to concentrate on talking about when we talk about side project is not a side job. Exactly. Because some, it, it could sound like, yeah, I work uh, for for on this because it's a second job that I, that it's a paid job that I have to do X amount of hours per day, per week. I don't know. No, 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 no. This is something that's not, there's no limit. There's no time constraint or anything. Mm-hmm. You do, do, don't do it specifically because you need it to get money. All right. All right. All right. Um, yeah. I also love side projects. They're fantastic for, for learning and stuff. But, but then now we get into, into the why. Why would we recommend to our listeners, our front-end colleagues to, to have a side project? What would you say? Well, the first thing, at, at least, um, when then this is going to sound so so um, like in my when I was starting doing development kind of thing, is that I really enjoyed doing development when I started working, and I couldn't get enough at one point. So it's like yes, you're working on development on your regular job, and afterwards it's you get home. Yes, you have a few other things to do. But I said, hey, you know, I've been learning at work. I don't know, let's say something. I just learned about uh, container queries and I saw it in work and I read a little bit about it because it's something that I need and I want to do more. And then at home on my own time, I create a a project that lets me experiment, for example, with that. And that's one of the reasons uh, one would do side projects at least. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I think you don't always have the time at work to do this stuff or play with certain technology because maybe your project is not you know, playing with that. And yeah, I think on, as we always talked about on the front end side, you always have to be up to date with the stuff. So, so having a side project on, yeah, you know, latest stack would help you keep up to date with, with the latest and greatest. Yeah. yeah. And that's just one of the, uh, of the, I think that's one of the main reasons there's something that you want to try something new, something you read. I do think, for example, and this is something that could sound strange to some people, but I think that part of our job is um, to keep up to date with uh, technology, you know, and I always recommend to set aside once, at least once a week, a couple of minutes, I would say at least half an hour 
um, where you do, for example, personal reading, reading blogs, reading posts, reading um, articles about stuff that is happening. So this is something that I that I um, always recommend. And reading and through these readings, sometimes you find th things that are quite interesting that you might not be able to do in your in your regular job. So side projects are a perfect way to learn this or to keep on investigating uh, about this. Hundred percent, hundred percent. For me. Lately, it hasn't been much about learning new stuff, but actually solving problems I have, like in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you're a developer and you think, okay, I mean, man, I wish I would have a site to do that. Or I wish I would have a web app to do this thing. And, and you end up doing it yourself because either there's maybe paid solutions or they're super complicated, or I just don't want to install more apps on my phone and I want a simple website, right? And remember, not so long ago, I, I really wanted to have a really easy, um, like, uh, workout tracker app where we just they would just mm -hmm. tell me okay 30 seconds push-ups 20 seconds rest 30 seconds whatever and there was nothing on on the stores that would be simple enough or without ads and i said okay let me just try to create something and it, it's just you know a, a view app with a small json with the exercises and then a timer on on on, on javascript that, that that's it and and it solved my, my my issue that it's having you know yet another app no i have something clean myself um so yeah that's another thing that's that, that another reason to do side projects to solve those issues that you cannot solve usually. And that goes from even creating your own, for example, libraries that yeah. you, I don't know, maybe do a calendar library. A typical thing is like, I need a calendar. I'm using it in several projects. So you end up building your own uh, project like this or because you have needs, you find out that um, when you're working with, let's say, just Visual Studio, you find out that you would love to have an extension that does one thing that you don't see in any other extension. Or you're working with that one extension and it doesn't quite do what you want. So you end up doing this kind of things. I remember about 16 years ago, maybe. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because this is, this, is a, this is a small side project that turned out into, into a, a full-fledged app, not mine, but I started working with a friend uh, with it. And it was about the buses here in Barcelona. Right. You know, they, they've had a system that online you can find, you can query an API that they had, and they they tell you, for example, if you every bus stop has a a, a had an ID, and you, I think you could send an SMS, and you would get the information regarding on when the next buses would come by, because they didn't have the system where you could see the time and, and so on and so forth. And we found out that you have the API and that you can query it, and it would give you the information. And it and it was small. Uh, for me, it was just a small experiment. Okay, let's try this out. Okay, let's see how it works. Oh, it's nice that we can actually get this information. And that's how I, I left it. And then a friend of mine kept on working on this, picked it up, and it ended up being in one of the most popular uh, bus apps back then. About, nice. uh, yeah, it was, um don't remember the name right now. Uh, TM, oh, uh, it was about... You put it. The idea was to put the 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 idea of the of the stop, and it would give you information regarding that. Correctly, no SMS or anything. No, no, no. Just in in an app, it became an Android app, yes. and they could just do it, and it was very popular until um, Google the, Maps fetched well, everything and Google Maps. Yes, and that's one of the the, the curious things because it, it it happens a lot. You know, you make a small project, and sometimes a big company can also think in the same way and do it. But well, yeah, they do the same thing. They they get the API and get the times definitely. Another reason why I think side projects are good is if you're looking for a job. Yes. <laughs> sometimes yes. 
the projects we work on might not be like shareable, right? I mean, you could you could say yes, I've worked on this project, whatever, and it's something for a private organization, mm-hmm. I don't know, a bank or or a dashboard, something that's not visible to the outside. There's, there's no access from the internet, and having a side project building cool stuff, it's an excellent cover letter for you if you go to an interview or or yeah, or just reaching out to a company saying, hey. Is what I do on my also my free time, right? And uh, I think when we do interviews, we, we very much appreciate when people send us links and things, things like fun things. It's very, it's cool. Yeah, and I've done it a couple of times that I've received in in the CV. You see the the information of the projects that it worked in, and they give you like, oh, this is my GitHub, and I've gone to the GitHub, I've downloaded some of the projects, test them, tested them out, and I even uh, during the interview used that to do part of the interview, you know, to get to know, to pick the mind of, of the candidate. And I love it when you can do this. You can ask them more practical questions and, and it gives you a better idea of, of, of what they are capable of. Now so don't get the wrong idea that Chucha goes there and oh, wait, you're not using ESLint on your no, side no, no, project no, 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 or no, no, TypeScript. No, no. It's like, I mean, I think type projects for me are fun because I don't have constraints that I have at, at work. Like, oh, yes, I need to lint everything or use certain uh, style guides and all mm. those things. And a side project, I can, I can just do cowboy coding and surely the, cowboy the, output, coding. <laughs> <laughs> the output might not be as perfect as it would be on, on, on my like paid job, current project production ready, but... But but it gets the job done and it's and it's fun and that's also why I like I have no constraints and, and freedom to code. And I I and that's very important. In the end, the, the side projects part of the reasons that you should do a side project is also to experiment, because how else would you know if something works or something not? I've been I remember doing a project in in which I was doing something super complex and I was super proud of myself. Like, yes, this is going to be like a super complex way to do this this job. It's going to get this thing done. I did it. Ah, it's working. I left it uh, for a few months, came back to it, saw it, and I said, what the heck is this? I don't understand. It's too complicated to actually be useful. But hey, you know, I I, I, I learned about it while doing it. So I, I don't regret doing it that way. I know that it's not the correct way to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I think um, I was thinking for personal branding as well, right? If, if you want to, again, be something that someone to speaks at conference and things like that. I think mm-hmm. whenever you see like these big front-end figures on, on the web community, they always have side projects. They always have personal websites. And, and I think if you're a front-end developer, you got to have your own, back to episode number one, have your own blog, create your own portfolio, and, and, and work on, on this side stuff to, to make your name out there. And interesting enough, uh, one of the benefits of having a side project, and it could be something that you can um, potentially have a reason to do a side project, is to actually meet other people. Why? Because, for example, if you get yourself into, you find out like Svelte, Vue, or whatever framework library, or you some find something that's um, new, somewhat new, you know, that maybe there's not so much information about it, but you start working on it, you start experimenting, and then you need to find out more about it. What do you do? Well, usually you could add, for example, today is very common that you go to places like Reddit and you find specific places where they talk about that. Then you can join the community, see what they are working on, even start engaging with other people with similar interests. And the same thing happens if you go to, for example, there's games even that are done in that have Discord servers. So you can actually go to that community and start engaging yourself with these people that have a similar interest. So 
one of the benefits of having a side project is that you can actually meet like-minded people or people that have the similar similar interests and learn a lot from the interaction that you have with them. So having a side project doesn't mean that it's something that you're going to learn on your own. It can also be uh, an experience that you have that you learned with other people because also a side project could be something that you do not only on your own, by yourself, but with someone else, a friend, for example. I totally agree, man. So do you have any recommendations on building side projects? I don't know. Yeah. One of the, the first things that I learned uh, doing side projects, especially those that were mid-size, was to actually reuse a lot of the things that I did with the previous mm -hmm. projects. Mm -hmm. Right now, for example, I have a code base that I use in every when I begin doing a side project. Every time that I'm going to do a, a, a new project on my own, I usually have exactly the same code base. It's I have already my my front end build. I have already set up where my all my organized all all the folders where everything is going to go, which servers I'm going to use. Everything is done, and I do exactly uh, the same. So thing. like a GitHub template, and you fork it, and then yeah, that would know, be a template. Mm, yeah. mm, 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 mm. For me, I need <laughs> I, I need to feel clean. Oh, right? so, so when, because I, it's I, dirty. Having it's this. very dirty. <laughs> I, I cannot. I mean, I love nothing more than you know, go to GitHub or just you know. A clean repo. There's nothing in it, and I okay. What do I do? And then my package JSON, and then just add one dependency or zero dependencies at all. Create my readme, and then I start from there. Because usually, I don't. I mean, usually each side project is different, right? I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm thinking about maybe a yeah a theme for any website or a private wiki or things like that. It's always different stacks, different. It's not like I use always the same thing over and over, and it's different. But even if it was the same, I think. Front-end stack changes so fast that uh, it would get out of date very rapidly, and I want to have always the latest and greatest. So, well, it, I'm saying I think that it depends. Templates can be good depending on the type of project that you want to build. For example, some of the, um, the template that I have it, it includes it's actually the tech stack is PHP, MySQL, and Apache. Nice. I mean, I usually use um, WAMP. It's no, that's for Windows, MAMP, because it's for MAP. That's like basically what I usually do, use. And I've already built my, my template. I have my PHP scripts that actually work, uh, that um, query the database. I've already done, have all this work done because, and usually I use it when I have a project that actually needs the connection to a database. Right. But this, I mean, yeah, so you're, you're talking about something very, like, way complex, like to talk yes. about databases and queries. Yeah, I understand that you have your own. PHP classes and you just import them. Yeah, that's fine. And then I, I respect you now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just kidding. That you don't respect me. Okay, that's fine. I, I mean, yes, I do always. Um, moving on. Um, so, so <laughs> go ahead. One, one thing that I also recommend is uh, we were having the discussion last year with one of our our colleagues um, about side projects, and he mentioned that he has. A specific side project that he uses to test every single technology, every single framework, every single library that he runs into. It's like, for example, let's say I don't remember. He didn't mention exactly what the side project was, but he said, I have this project that does exactly the same thing. And what I do is when I find a new framework and when I find a new library, I implement my project in that new with that new technology. Let's say, for example, a to-do list. He already knows exactly what uh, what he wants, like a to-do list, like create a new list, delete a list, order, I don't know, whatever. And he and he used that um, specification to create new 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 
side projects and test out new frameworks. And it, I found that like a very interesting idea. Like I never thought about it. I usually do different types of, of implementations depending on the new frameworks that I work with. But I said, hey, you know, that makes a lot of sense. It's because you have, you know, exactly the same the, the the same thing you need to do exactly the same things like create a new element delete a new element or sort an element and you learn how to do it between like you can compare in your mind okay so creating a new element was easier in view than it was in angular for example and i found that a, a very insightful uh, tip for it that he does oh, and it, now that you mention it it happened to me twice actually so i i had uh, a small site built with gatsby this JS framework to you know just track my my movies and the shows I watch every episode mm. and I write them it, and it's all static right because Gatsby is a site generator um, but then I, I turned out that that's very slow to create lots of pages and I said okay can I do that with just Node scripts just pure JavaScript and I because of the quote unquote database are just markdown files I could just mm. skip the files and then get out of of Gatsby and create my own Node scripts and now it's super fast. In, and yeah, it was like keeping the same data, but you know, changing the the build system, and, and yeah, I like well, it. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, something that you know exactly what you wanted to do, and just doing it in in a new, different way. That that's mm -hmm. a, an interesting way of of doing or working with side projects. Yeah, they get out of it so fast, and I I mean, I hate like. Now that we're talking about side projects, I hate the whole dependency thing. And when because I said before that you have your own template and stuff, and but I try to be as vanilla as possible because you work on a project, you work it now, and then you leave it for six months or eight months because whatever work, life, you know, life happens. Yes. And then you go back to it, you try to run it. Oh, wait, hold on now. Everything is deprecated, doesn't work with your current version of Node or NPM and everything, and you have 2,000 dependencies that there's no way of fixing. Um, so if you can go vanilla, go vanilla. I usually just, uh, if it's too, too old, I either um, redo it completely to try to modernize it, or just if it's still working, I, I do nothing and I just keep on working on it like, as is. Yeah, but sometimes you, you got you to gotta run the build and it doesn't work anymore with your environment. It's like, oh man, it's, it's usually for front-end, it's just damn HTML and JavaScript. And why do we need so many steps to just do that? <laughs> any what's, um, any, okay, so we said, like recommendations on building them, but uh, any any specific tips on 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 tools or you also say it, it said MAMP MAMP for it's an app for for Mac right for hosting. yeah it's it's a package that it includes uh, for Mac um, yeah PHP MySQL and an Apache server that's mm -hmm. the AMP uh, mm -hmm. for Mac MA and so it, it, it I I usually use that uh, that's okay. my my go to but but lately for example I've been working in I began experimenting last year with Svelte. Mm -hmm. which was a quite interesting. And it came um, with Rollup. And uh, once you create a new project with Svelte, you, you can easily deploy it and it has its own server. It's like super easy. So working with, a, um, I've, I don't usually, for these kind of projects or the projects that I work with Svelte, I don't use uh, MAMP. I mm -hmm. just use whatever Svelte provides, the tools I, that it provides. I, yeah, for me, the, my only recommendation would be just GitHub. Right? I, I love the, the whole Git. GitHub. You love the Git. The GitHub, the GitHub, <laughs> GitHub actions, you know, you, you can host it for free there in a subdomain or add your own domain. And, and the actions are just, just so powerful, man. And uh, I love it. And it's it's my go-to when I create a new, a new site project. And it's something that I need to host, of course. I, I, I probably put it there if it's free, if not my, my own server. But, uh, but start on GitHub and, and work from there. 
But And as we mentioned, this is something that you can start making it private. And eventually, if you yeah. want to showcase it, you can create it, you can make it prop, uh, public, or you can even, it could be even be the beginning of something big. I mean, in the end, some of the side projects that we do, even if we're doing them for fun or for um, covering a necessity that we don't see anywhere else, it could be, especially if it's something interesting, it could be something that grows beyond yourself only. I don't know, maybe... Um, for example, if you are working like that, like in your movie database and there's no database or website that exactly works the way that you have it, it could eventually become uh, a big project that other people invest or libraries. In Spoiler, the there are many, many movie catalogs out there. So no, no, nothing, nothing new. So we've been talking for 20 minutes and how we love side projects. Mm -hmm. And some listeners will say, yeah, okay, but... Is it okay not to have a side project? Is it okay not to work on them? What happens if you don't work on them? Are you a pariah in your in your company? So you are. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> it is well known that if you don't have a project, a side project, you're not a real developer. Uh, okay, fight. And next question. <laughs> no, of course not. I I I think um, that a side project is not a must. It is an additional thing that you have. It's a nice to have. I agree. Yes, definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not something that would prevent you from getting a promotion or anything or getting a job, but it certainly helps you being more up to date, and that helps you in your career. I think so. so it's like it's 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 a, it's a, like a circle, right? So you you work on a side project, you learn new stuff, you're more up-to-date, so you're more competitive, you get a better uh, CV, you might get a better offer and a new job. So it, it doesn't, but, it's not a mandatory, but it doesn't hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. But but don't feel bad if you don't have a side project. Don't feel bad if you don't want to do a side project. I mean, it, it shouldn't be something that you feel forced to do. You have to do it because you want to do it because it's something that you, you like. I have friends that they don't have any life outside <laughs> developing And I think it's great because they love it. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that he was working. And then when I asked him, oh, okay, so what are you going to do in the afternoon? Oh, I'm going to go back home and, and continue working on my video game. And he was doing that because he loved developing uh, video games on his own time. And he was working. And, he, and you could ask him, what did you do on the weekend? And he said every single hour of the weekend he spended doing that. And it's like, wow. But then there's other people that say... Yeah. I'm done. Uh, this is okay. It's it's five o'clock, six o'clock. Time to go out, and they forget about developing, and they don't want to touch a computer on the rest of the day. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I agree. That, that's respectable. Um, yeah, but I'm not one of those. Um, now, now, now um, we've talked about side projects being something that you do on your own time. Is this? Do you think that this is a must? The side projects can only be done outside your working time on your personal time or is this something that is compatible with your regular work side projects i mean i wish it was it was more compatible than it, than it currently is i think not all companies offer you the time like i don't know x hours a month or a week to to spend on side projects because it's not feasible because you don't have the budget whatever it is so usually i think it's on your free time but i've seen i think us on content eccentric we do offer a little bit of room for for you to to work on these things as a, as a personal development So, yeah. The, and this is something very important. Um, sometimes companies do offer you, uh, usually you have like personal development time. Mm -hmm. They give you, okay, so you have, I don't know, maybe a few hours a month to, to dedicate to your personal development time, you know? 
And personal development doesn't need necessarily mean to read articles or to work on workshops. I mean, it does, but it also includes side projects. I mean, if they say, hey, you have time to develop yourself, a side project is a perfect way to do it. You can develop uh, during the, the working hours, you can work on a side project. And you need to be careful with this because, and this is very important, uh, most likely if you do a side project during working hours, the company has the right, it belongs to the company. Right. So you have, of, you have, you know, have to be, ownership. Yeah. yes, you have to be mm. careful with this. If you're going to work during working hours on a side project that you love, and but that you would like to keep it to yourself, you should not work during working hours. Sell it. Yeah. I mean, unless it's yeah, open source, all these things. Yeah, it, it's complicated. But, but I agree with you. I mean, usually, I mean, even if they give you two or three hours or whatever a month, it's just obviously not good enough for you to, yeah. to work on a side project. But but I think it's, it doesn't hurt for you to ask. Just, you know, I, I want to work on this because it's going to give us, I don't know, we don't have knowledge on, let's say, Svelte, right? On, on, mm-hmm. on your team or on, on your area, on your department. And <laughs> let's say, I want to improve on that. Maybe the managers will give you time for that. So that's, that's good. Yeah. And um, for example, we uh, uh, at Cognizant Incentive, there was this um, initiative that was created some time ago, which we called NC Labs, which the idea was to create side projects for people that didn't have a... a, a a paid project, let's say a, a billable project at that moment, they were like in the bench. And it's like, we don't want to keep people only in the bench, only um, reading or doing workshops. We want them to be maybe a little bit more productive or to to have them do something that will help them improve and at the same time um, help the company. And that's how NC Labs came to be more or less. And we have projects like, for example, the dashboard, I think, it was created from the from this initiative from NC Labs and other small projects that started like this and then became things that we're currently using at the company. That's that's a great way to. That's a side project that you do inside company time. That's well. Yes, it's good. Okay, so we need to close up with some ideas for the listeners, and okay. um, yeah, let's let's see if we can inspire them. If not, um, we we just move on. Um, you say one, I say one, and we we rapid fire. Okay, idea one, fire. Um, well, for example, one thing that I've done uh, a little bit of a project sometimes is to apply change websites that I don't like exactly the way that they look. I either create a small um, script that runs in the website and do, does uh, some changes that I wanted or changes that behavior or some CSS styles that rearrange the website the way that I wanted to look. I did that here for um, Bitbucket, where you have your pull request, and it was very boring. And it was a, I created an extension to add emojis to the status, and it was it was called Full Moon. That was fantastic extension. Uh, <laughs> next, next, I would say perhaps yeah, uh, work or join open source projects. Like if you are very interested in I don't know WordPress or whatever it is that the framework, you just go to GitHub and start, you know, collaborating and, and make the project better because it helps you, helps the ecosystem and it's fun. So why not? Another option would be, for example, to create um, your own utility libraries. I don't know, like I said, like Calendar or there's a lot of libraries out there that do a lot of very nice things, but they don't do it exactly the way that you need them to do sometimes. They're too bloated. They can be too generic. There can be many reasons uh, why they're not exactly what you need. That's another option, especially if it's something that you, you're currently using or constantly using in different projects, which happens. Um, you can create a, your own utility library. In the end, things like Angular 
React and Vue are all things that most likely were born because people didn't like the way that the other frameworks that already existed worked. And they say, it's, oh, no, back why, why help them just, you know, rebuild everything from scratch? So nice tip, Chucho. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we, we did that with a colleague of mine here at the project where we created a, a two-way data binding, a small, small library. I'll, I'll show oh, you yes, here. that was very, very nice. What else? Uh, extensions for, for Chrome, for Visual Studio, uh, plugins already set. Um, style improvements, awesome. And yeah, I think any, anything that helps you, right? I mean, uh, for me, it was also like creating a small wiki, wiki with static site generators or things like that. Uh, okay, that now that you mentioned this, we can close um, the, the today's episode like this. Talking a little bit about what are your favorite or what have been your favorite uh, side projects. And then we can ask the people to if they want wow. to share their favorite side project. I can begin with one of the side projects. I have two side projects that I that have been haunting me for years, and that I've rebuilt in a lot of different technologies, um, starting from one that was purely PHP to something that is currently being built in Svelte, and which is I am a Magic the Gathering fan. And I haven't quite found, for example, a website that lets me track the cards that I have, my collection. Not exactly the way that I like it. There are many super fantastic uh, websites out there, but they don't do it exactly the way that I like it. So I've been trying to rebuild, and I've done this over and over and over. I never finish it, but that's one of the big side projects that I have, and it's haunting me. How about you? <laughs> Uh, nothing that haunts me. Uh, something I'm really proud of, uh, because usually the side projects are a benefit just to me, right? I, I create my, I don't know, my my theme for my blog for the fifth, fifth time or whatever, or, or I created this wiki page for me personally. But there's a, this app um, I created for, for um, a colleague of mine that we use to, to track, like uh, ordering, um, how do you say, ordering stuff for, for this um, martial art that we do, right? And, and the application has, uh, you, you can add your own like students for, for your classes. You can order material. You can order like new diplomas. You can order lots of stuff using Vue and Firebase. It's super cool because you, before it used to be like just emails or WhatsApps. And now there's a central app where each like teacher can join into this app hosted, right? And then they can uh, work on their classes and then their own, their own stuff. And, and it's good that it saves other people time, not only me. So I'm, mm. I'm proud of that. Nice. Um, all right. Then, yeah, we close off with the question for the listeners. What projects do you usually work on? Do you have any recommendations or, or things you want to highlight here? Uh, please or something, share them. Yeah. something that has been haunting you, for example. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll finish it. Well, one day. We're looking forward to it, Joe. Uh, thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next front end coffee break. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>